I ain't going back to jail, dog. I ain't going back to jail. Next time the county or the state see me, it's going to be in the back. I'm thinking you was a real dread, man. You scared because you good? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're coming to my house. Don't you ever bring scared business to me. You're looking at the toughest brass-clad Jamaican in the United States of America. I run shit. I kill for nothing. And I make lots of money. I deal with business. Don't bring that shit to me. Again. You hear me? I'm saying, bro, I, it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I, I'm trying to get on Yeah, nigga. Jabo jeans and 20 sacks, old niggas in Kango has cocaine like Anglo sacks. Big homies who never rap. Onesta, we in the back. The deuce is where we at. Yeah, I'm just stating facts and hoes like Lil Black. Hit Vig and play the track in hopes to make it break. Play Odies and let them slap. Our lingers in Cadillacs. Break stinking like Cognac by sipping a 40 back. Hit Dave from Cataracts and tell him I need a half. Got 40, that's from the last. Like, nigga, I do the math. That's 80 and Tell them cash, have movers, we do it fast. Pussy niggas won't last, it's wicked, we in the land. Niggas will do you for a band. That's a brand new joint from London Drugs called Sideshow featuring Conway the Machine off of London Drugs' brand new album, Affiliated. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. Uh, They're so dope, man. I love London Drugs. Uh, it was supposed to be just a one-time thing. London Drugs consists of Jay Worthy and Sean House. Sean House is the producer. Uh, he does a lot of the, the G-Funk, uh, Parliament Funk sampling, and he takes a lot of soul samples too as well. And he just, he brings them to life in, you know, in 2019. It, it's fucking dope. But uh, I'm, I'm glad to see them uh, still making music together. They have one other project uh, that just came out not too long ago. Actually, I think it was like towards the end of... No, it wasn't the end of last year. It was earlier this year. And it's called Brain on Drugs with Left Brain from Odd Future. That was dope as well, too. That one's more G-Funk and, you know, soul and jazz infused. Um, They have another project out there called Burnout 2. And uh, the other one, which is probably one of my favorites, is called Active. Active came out originally in 2015. And I think, that, yeah, they recorded eight bonus songs. And it was supposed to be, I forgot what the original name was for that. But they said, let's just throw these eight songs on Active, like a deluxe edition, and re-release it. Since people barely knew about Active, and they just, you know, they threw it out. And gave it to us, man. And it's dope. It's just as dope as when I first heard it back in 2015. I was just like, bruh, like I wish these dudes were bigger. But uh, shout out to London Drugs. So what's going on? How you doing? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. 
back with a brand new episode. Episode 165. Jesus, I'm getting up there. Getting close. I'm getting up there. Almost at 200. I should slow down, but I don't want to. Um, <laughs> you can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcasts, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, and now Spotify. I am streaming on Spotify. I'm not the only one there. The rest of the BYNK Radio podcast crew is also on Spotify. Carefree Black Nerd with your host Rain Coleman is also there. He is all things comics, TV shows, movies. Uh, He talks about it all, mainly comic book culture, but uh, he's also on Spotify. So go follow him, hit him up, stream his shit. Carefree Black Nerd is dope. And last but not least, Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. The Checks and Balances of Social Commentary. They're also on Spotify, so go follow them. Stream their shit. Government Name is dope as hell. Uh, entertaining every damn week. But, um, and I, I also, I was, you know, kind of searching through, you know, going through different uh, podcast outlets, you know, like CastBox and stuff like that. And lately I've been seeing a bunch of tweets of podcasters saying that they didn't know that they were on certain podcast media outlets, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I saw one in particular that that made mention that they were on iHeartRadio. They didn't know how they got on iHeartRadio or whatever. So that made me go to iHeartRadio and I'm like, oh, shit, I am on iHeartRadio. So, um. If you use iHeartRadio, the Social Introvert Podcast is on there. So um, wherever you prefer your podcast, um, I think I'm in all places. I don't know for sure, except for Title. Title's, titles being stingy. I would like to be on Title, but oh well. <laughs> Wishful thinking. So I'm going to just get into this story. This really, I don't think this matters to anybody or no one really cares unless you're like a Star Wars fan. Mark Hamill, who is better known as Luke Skywalker, uh, the face of Star Wars, some people would say, has turned into the dark side. That's right. One of my favorite Star Wars stories has come true. It's actually come to reality. (laughs) So uh, Ivanka Trump, Donald Trump's daughter, uh, posted a picture of just her family, her, her and her husband and their two kids playing. And, you know, her three-year-old son is dressed up as a stormtrooper. And it says, I'll read the article to you, actually. The day before, presidential advisor and first daughter, Ivanka Trump, posted a photo to Instagram and Twitter of herself and husband, Jared Kushner, posing with the three-year-old son, Theodore. Hey, what's up, Theo? (laughs) Who was dressed as a stormtrooper. The caption below the photo reads, the force is strong in my family. Mark Hamill retweeted her post with his own comment. You misspelled fraud. Hashtag go force yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The actors tweet about the child's costume, which has garnered more than 90,000 retweets and 485,000 likes was met with discord on social media. Many users heap praise on Hamill, a vocal critic of President Trump, who frequently tweets his disapproval of the administration. Fam, I'll get into that in a minute. 
Uh, let me see what else is there more to this article in the fictional Star Wars story. Stormtroopers are the ground force of the Galactic Empire under the leadership of one of the most notable evil characters in pop culture history. Darth Vader. Goddamn right. <laughs> the irony that the young Kushner was dressed up as the bad guy of the franchise was also a point of reference. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Others saved their cr criticism for Hamill, claiming the actor attacked an innocent child dressed up as a favorite character. The Daily Beast, Tom Sykes, said the tweet made Hamill look stupid and petty, writing, It's hard to make yourself look mean-spirited and intolerant next to the Trumps, but somehow Hamill managed it. Scores of Twitter users also blasted Hamill for what they saw as an unwarran unwarranted attack on a child. Okay. Uh, Hamill responded to the bubbling controversy Monday morning. A Twitter user on Sunday posted a zoomed-in version of the shot of Theodore Sands and other distractions with the caption, Forget the parents, this kid rocks. Hamill retweeted the crop photo with his own stamp of approval. Agreed, he wrote. But Hamill returned his attention to the commander-in-chief with another Trump-bashing hashtag later in the afternoon. Saying, how are your bone spurs doing these days? I'm worried that they might prevent you from serving in any civil war like fracture. Hashtag fractured foot soldier. Jesus Christ. Um, okay, real quick. Uh, for most, most of y'all might know about Mark Hamill. People know about Luke Skywalker with Star Wars. They may not be like a fan of Star Wars, but they're... They've heard Luke Skywalker. They may not know the actor that plays him. So the actor is Mark Mark Hamill. Sorry. Um, if you were not aware, Mark Hamill really, really hates Donald Trump. Really hates Donald Trump. It is the most underwhelming thing to watch on Twitter. Just whenever Mark Hamill gets a chance, he's he's shooting at Trump every single time. He does not care. Now with the people like i've been watching multiple videos of content creators on youtube uh criticizing they're they're big fans of star wars and big fans of you know the actor mark hamill and everything they respect him but they've been going at him saying that he disrespected a child um i've sat back and observed and analyzed this several times and i'm trying to figure out where he criticized the child um for more most people that really dislike trump like just really have this type of uh just hatred for him they go as far as to talk bad about his children his wife uh anything really that trump is associated with this is nothing new um i don't see where mark criticized the kid because there was, like I said earlier in the article where the person was saying, hey, screw the parents. Look at the kid. This kid rocks. And Mark basically said, agreed. I just don't see where he criticized this kid. I'm pretty sure. It's, uh, I don't know what to make of it. Honestly, I'm kind of I'm conflicted with it. I don't think Mark was really criticizing this kid at all. If anything, you see Kushner and you see Ivanka in the photo. So to Mark, he's just going to shoot 
And he's gonna he's just gonna start shooting off with disses and shit with anyone affiliated with Trump. But I don't think his intention was ever towards the child at all. I don't see anything anywhere of him criticizing the kid for wearing a stormtrooper outfit. Um like I said, I you know, this is nothing new. I'm on Twitter sometimes, I'm lurking. I never really tweet like that. Like I used to tweet a lot, but I don't really tweet. Uh, Mark is always going at Trump or anybody a part of the uh, the administration. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm just sitting back, just looking. I'm not really, I don't have much of an opinion on it. But what I will say, um, this is actually the Star Wars story that I've always wanted. That is one of my favorite Star Wars stories: Luke Skywalker going to the dark side, and I think it just happened. And I am. Uh, thoroughly entertained and thrilled all at the same time uh, this is more entertaining than the force awakens and the last jedi <laughs> i hate both those fucking movies I, damn i hate both i hate both of those movies and i will not be seeing the rise of skywalker it looks bad see here's my thing the original prequels you know episode one uh phantom menace episode two clone wars and then episode three revenge of the sith a lot of people complain about those and I was always on the other side of the fence where I loved them. I loved them a lot. I don't really, I don't really care for the clone wars like that. That was kind of boring and it was more like a love story and I'm like, man, fuck out of here with that. But I think the one thing that makes me, um, love star Wars episode one is, uh, the villain, uh, Darth Maul and, what scene? Oh, the pod racing scene in there. That that big race with Anakin Skywalker when he was a kid. Um, I don't really care for Clone Wars. I thought that was a little bit boring. But I do like Episode 3. It's a general consensus. A lot of pe people that weren't even Star Wars fans, they were like, yo, Episode 3 is fucking dope. But anyway, uh, I'm off of that. Mark Hamill has crossed in. Sorry. Luke Skywalker has crossed into the dark side. And I love it. Uh, real quick. So, um, my boy Larry June has a new project out. It's called Out the Trunk. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be dropping a new one real soon. This dude is consistent as hell. But anyway, um, one of my favorite songs on here, might be all of the damn songs, I don't know, but one of my favorite songs on here is called Mission Bay. Check it out. Mission Bay. Man. Damn. Made a thousand hundred times this month, not too bad. I ain't gotta be famous to pull the stickers off the jack. I'm not a rapper, I'm a brand real CEO with it, playing tennis with some techies in my Larry Jones sneakers. First you gotta find your passion, then you stick with it. One thing about this game, you gotta stay consistent. Make time for your bitch, but always think rich. I'm not trying to go back to eating church and chicken. It's a nice day, I'm sipping tea and I'm reading. If she bringing drama in my life, she deleted. You hating on the internet, I'm sitting back chiefing. Another 50K, plan a trip for the weekend. I don't stack for the summer, bitch, I stack for all season. I can't put it in your hand, but I can show you how to get it. 17, I took chances, 18, took more. 19, I think that's when I bought my first Benzo. You don't really love me, you just want tickets to the show. You want to hear your favorite song and all your girls want to go. You want to be on Instagram, posting pictures like you want. You want to 
wake up, dig down, and sit on your way home. You gotta treat it like a job if you wanna make some dough. Go hard every day and never use the word no. Understand it's gonna be times that it's slow. Keep going. All my haters never really had money and it's showing. I can't step down to that. I'm on resorts and islands. Getting sand in my crocs on these jet skis wildin'. On the race with myself, I don't see nobody. Fresh fruit in my water in my hotel lobby. Looking at a grand Nash and I just might copy. Lighting up sudden slight with this go yard lighter was happening. Man, Mission Bay. Man, damn. Once again, that's Mission Bay by Larry June off of his brand new project, Out the Trunk. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. So, <laughs> why'd I do that like that? Google Play. Uh, so, I did an episode a while ago talking about Jesse Smollett and the whole uh, alleged hate crime situation and how that turned out. And I said... This is going to open a can of worms for people like me, black folks, and well, not people like me because I wouldn't do no dumb shit like that, but black folks and people of color just coming out, just, you know, reporting some false shit, you know, boy who cried wolf type thing. And here we are <laughs> later on in this year, 2019, with a wonderful story, which I was really invested in and, uh, you know. I was hurt to the core because I'm like, damn, like, I wish I was there to help the kid. A young teenage girl who came out talking about how she was attacked by a couple of white boys at her school and beat up her her dreads were pulled on. And uh, I think her dreads were cut as well. And they were just saying some nasty derogatory things to her while they were beating her up. Uh, Check this clip out. A black middle school student from Virginia is accusing three white boys of pinning her down and cutting off her dreadlocks. Makia Turner from our DC affiliate WUSA spoke with the girl and her family. Where were minister, where were anybody to protect her? from this heinous crime. Cynthia Allen is overwhelmed with frustration after learning what her 12-year-old granddaughter Amari went through on this school playground Monday. You guys have, she, I mean. Amari is a sixth grader at the private Emmanuel Christian School in Springfield, Virginia, the place where second lady Karen Pence teaches. Amari tells WUSA 9 she's been bullied for weeks. Sometimes I think that I, like I don't deserve to uh, like be there at a Christian school and everything and that I'm ugly. She says three sixth grade boys won't let up taking her school lunches, calling her names and more recently an attack on the school playground. Like all three were around me and then one of them put my hands behind my back, one of them covered my mouth. All while she says a third student pulled out scissors then cut her hair. Her lengthy dreadlocks now hanging unevenly. Like took like big chunks of my hair and just cut. What kind of names were they calling you? Ugly. Uh, I shouldn't have been born. Amari's grandmother wonders where the teachers and other students were when this happened. It's time for something to be done. You felt like you should have been safe. She says she never told anyone because she was scared, but her grandmother noticed her hair and questioned her a couple days later. And I kind of like 
pulled some of them out and I saw where they just chopped them up and everything. In a statement, head of school Stephen Danish wouldn't address our questions directly, but stated, quote, we are deeply disturbed by the allegations and that the school has a zero tolerance policy for any kind of bullying or abuse. Danish also says they have reached out to law enforcement to conduct a thorough investigation. I, I, I want to see them um, um, dismissed from the school. I want to see something done. I want to see whatever the policies are for bullying. I want to see them implemented because apparently they're not being implemented. Fairfax County Police says they won't comment on the investigation because the students are all minors. So, of course, I'm invested and I get a little upset about it because I'm like, you know, we living in an upside down world or clown world for that matter when there are laws set in place to keep black people from wearing the hairstyle that they want to wear. It's so fucking weird. Like, are we even on earth? I, I don't get it. I'm confused. Um, I'm glad black women are wearing their hair naturally how they want to wear it in 2019 and embracing that shit. Uh, if you want to wear the afro, wear your shit in the afro. Uh, if you want to wear locks, wear your shit in locks. I just, I, I don't know, man. Come to find out, though, this past Monday, this child has confessed that this story was made up. And I'm just sitting here just like, what the hell? Like, this to me is equivalent to the many stories we've seen so far in late 2018 and 2019 of white people calling cops <laughs> on black people, like the whole Barbecue Becky thing, or the woman who was at the dispensary calling uh, the police on the little black girl that was like, I think the nine-year-old little girl selling water. It, <laughs> this is equivalent to that. You know, a boy who cried wolf or woman who cried wolf type situation whatever you want to call it you know false flag it's just bullshit man and this needs to stop like i said jesse smollett opened a can of worms and it's going to be something we've never seen before honestly this might have been going on longer than we ever realized and it's just being shown more on social media you know it's more prevalent that's my thought process. I'm thinking this has always been a thing and it's just we're seeing it more since we're always on, you know, we're, we're on our phones. We get the news like like the snap of your fingers, like 100 miles a second every day. So this has been going on. This is probably making its way to the surface and being shown more. It's just a shame that myself or anybody, God forbid, knock on wood. If this were to happen for real, for real, and, you know, you know, I'll, I'll put me in the situation. I don't care. Knock on wood, whatever. Uh, and I happen to go into the police precinct or, you know, just call the authorities. They're going to be looking at me just kind of questioning it. Like, is this real or is, you got to be lying? No way. And it's frustrating because it's like you're I'm looking at it as damn, this is another loophole. <laughs> Another hurdle that <laughs> black people as a whole got to get over. We got to make sure that our story sticks and is real and is not fabricated. I, I don't know, man. Frustrating shit, man. This is a weird, you know, I'll say this. 
as you know, it's, it hasn't been a bad year for me. I love it. But I know for others, it hasn't been so great. You know, a lot of people have had plans and resolutions and goals. They might not have gotten to them yet. But I will admit. I'm thinking 2019 was just going to be a year, you know, kind of, you know, coasting along, you know, just progressing, which is still happening at the same time. But everything surrounding that is some of the weirdest shit I've seen happen. And that's in general from news to um, I have a buddy of mine that just passed away in the fucking hurricane, Hurricane Dorian. Um, it's, it's just weird, man. I, I don't know what to make of it, but 2019, um, as far as, you know, just losing people that you, you've grown close to over the years and not even that, that's not even the problem with me. The problem is the news. A lot of the shit being reported is just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, please put me on the first space shuttle to like neptune or um mars or some shit or like jupiter i don't know man like shit is weird down here on earth i will say that um i feel as if you know the whole area 51 thing that's happened as well it's just the resurgence of just alien talk like shit is weird this year bro <laughs> uh a warning to aliens if you pass this planet, lock your fucking spaceships. Niggas is crazy down here. That's all I got to say. Um, <laughs> real quick. Uh, let me see. Another new joint. Uh, LES has a new project out. Original player. I've talked about this a couple podcasts already. Um, great project. Pretty dope. Uh, one of my favorite songs on here. Like I said, I, I probably like the entire project. I just let that shit play all the way through. Um, but one of my favorite tracks is One Life to Live. Check it out. Set, uh, uh, love, uh. Living and we dying for the same shit. Mike is sick of trying, but we ain't quit. Early morning flights got my mind right. When I touch down, it's a highlight. Uh, young, gifted, and black. Don't limit to rap. Small part of the plan. You way smarter than that. When they telling the story, they always forget the facts. Coming up in the solid and leaving out it intact. Uh, think, thinking that I'm doing, gotta balance out. Uh, planning with our action, what that's really about. Uh, had a couple hurdles, never had a doubt. Roadblocks, take another route. You won't get your flowers till you're dead, so it's best that you live. Leave it all on the floor till there's nothing to get. Take a small time game, now we doing it big. The universe keep blessing the kid. Now you gon' wait no more. Staying up high, cause I can't play low. Way up in the sky where you just can't go, never come down. And I ain't gon' wait no more Staying up high cause I can't play low Way up in the sky where you just can't go Never come down Look, the view from up above kinda makes it clear The sharks sense blood, never show them fear They say your whole life could change in a year Fuck it dog, hitting six gear The nigga in the Astros fitted Other side of the world In the city making moves with my girl Look, my game is about as rare as a genuine pearl Like the paint on the lac kinda got it a swirl The ink tell a story though 
touching the glory ghost speaking to your soul like the holy ghost and get there yet but i know that we once again that's one life to live by les off of his brand new project original player available on google play spotify and apple music so uh, Jesus is King by Kanye West did not drop this past Friday. And I honestly don't care. Just don't. Wasn't anticipating it whatsoever. Uh, listen. The gospel renditions of what he was doing um, with a lot of these songs. I, I haven't really seen all of them. I've seen them here and there and they, they're pretty cool. The Sunday service, the whole gospel movement thing that he's been doing was cool. The first week it gained traction on the Internet. And I'm talking about whenever you see him in Africa on on the boards, um, pressing the same pad over and over again while the choir is singing in the background. That was dope as shit. After that. It just got cringy as fuck to me. I don't care. I don't want to hear, I don't, I'm not trying to hear no Kanye gospel album. I thought the whole gospel theme album with, uh, that Kanye did was Life of Pablo. If you think about it, if you really analyze and listen to the project, that's what I thought it was. I, I thought Life of Pablo was that. I thought the whole, you know, Chance the Rapper gave us the coloring book, which, you know, it had a lot of gospel themes throughout that. Snoop Dogg gave us a legit gospel album, <laughs> which was cool. But I'm like, okay, like, fam, I don't want to hear that unless it's like Fred Hammond or somebody like, or Donnie McClurkin and, y'all know, you know, Yolanda Adams. I don't want to hear y'all do it. It's cool that y'all did that, but I'd rather hear them do that. The actual gospel artists do that. This Jesus is King album. I, I don't know why this is the title. It's kind of, it's just cringy. It's not a terrible title. It's just a very extremely underwhelming, cringy title. And I don't give a shit. I just don't care. Uh, I'm waiting on Kid Cudi's Intergalactic album. Uh, the reason why I'm waiting on that one is because there's an animated series uh, for Netflix coming out based on Kid Cudi's album. So I look I look forward to the album, but I'm actually excited to see what this animated series um, is going to be about and what the animation looks like. That's what I'm most excited for. Um, I did listen to <laughs> took a chance on the baby Kirk. Um, I hey look, it's cool that y'all like the baby. It's cute, but to this nigga just raps in like one cadence, and I'm not with it. That's just me. And I came across a tweet that was like extremely dumb, like really, really dumb. I'm gonna see if I could find it really quick. Uh, let me see likes, 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 likes. This might not be. I'm on the Instagram. Page. this might not be it no this is not it this is probably it's probably on i sid davis bear with me for a second i just want to read this to y'all because it sounds absolutely idiotic oh here we go um <laughs> it says all right this guy at 
at what is oh no no it's a girl i'm sorry i i deeply apologize at baby doll destiny she says i want to ask something all nba young boy music sounds the same and he uses the same flow but i've never heard anyone say anything about it so why y'all hating on the baby and there is another woman who retweeted her tweet and left a comment this is at i'm the reason why she says because women love the baby like black women really really love the baby subconsciously and deep down that's why niggas hate on a lot of shit and i will die on this hill men just hate a lot of shit that women like this is absolutely the dumbest fucking thing that i've ever read on twitter um this month so far and i know we're already in october but this is by far the dumbest shit that i've read uh check this out men i ain't even gonna say niggas uh, let me stop saying that men guys males uh a lot of us are musically inclined we are really invested into hip-hop we go in depth and talk about flows and cadences and bars and uh the sounds that are used in production fam let it go women can like the baby and that's cool uh there's a lot of women that like drake guess what there's a lot of guys that like drake too you know uh but yeah there there's a lot of women that like the baby fam the baby shit just it just it, it ain't there not for me anyway um i don't know who produces this man's shit because it sounds like i i don't i feel like the baby's production in my opinion is like <laughs> like the the five minute shorts on that used to be on like boomerang with like droopy and 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 wacky races and and what 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 was that cartoon dastardly dan and shit a lot of the shit that he uses in his beats man that's what it sounds like to me it sounds like scooby-doo chase music um like i, I just i can't get with it and you know i've heard the baby rap before prior to listening to his albums like oh, you know whatever i listened to the fucking album and the nigga raps in one cadence it doesn't switch i no that ain't it that is not it <laughs> so yeah i i took my time and listened to kirk for whatever reason i said oh okay uh let me go listen to the sky zoo and pete rock retropolitan which is a absolute stellar album and then i saw the baby kirk and everybody excuse me everybody was like oh man this shit gonna be crazy man this shit about to bop and i'm like all right let me take a chance on this and i sat down and listened to it and i can't believe that i sat there and listened to this album before listening to retropolitan by sky zoo and pete rock and i was a little pissed off and I deleted the I deleted that shit from my hard drive. I didn't even want that shit lurking in my hard drive anymore. I didn't even want the empty folder sitting there anymore. Um I just I don't see what y'all see in the baby. He's a cool dude, is he's funny. Um, but he raps in just one cadence. And it's just like, uh and there's a lot of rappers that do rap in one cadence, but I just um I'm not with it. But I respect him. I respect um, like a lot of, you know, just him 
getting to where he needs to be, uh, him getting a little more introspective in his freestyles. From I've heard a couple of his freestyles. Those are cool, but not this album, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't listen to Young and May. Um, Young and May, you don't take... what? How many years did she take before dropping this fucking album? Her album was been supposed to come out. So, no, I didn't take a chance on listening to her album. I like Young M.A., but it pissed me off that it took this long um, for her to do this. And I'm, I'll get around to it. I don't care to really rush to it at all. I'll probably get to it around, like, December or some shit. Like, I don't know. Or January 2020. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just frustrated. And I wanted to know, is Sabrina Claudio canceled? still like i see a lot of black folks and and you know people of color you know giving a praise still after the whole the racist tweets and shit came out uh back in 2018 i'm i think it was 2018 but yeah i thought she was canceled now she's very easy on the eyes she's beautiful she has a very uh, incredible voice but i just thought she was canceled that's just me just throwing that out there and <laughs> let me stop y'all uh i'll check out the sabrina claudio ep i don't know uh lloyd banks uh no matter what he says about niggas not checking for lloyd banks i'm always here to check out some lloyd banks i just like lloyd uh, he has finally dropped his album the album that was supposed to be the second album in his discography the big withdrawal and i'll get into the story uh well i'll get into it now so the big withdrawal uh is already on the internet you can go to that piff and download it but it sounds terrible it's not mixed or mastered at all and i think it consists of like maybe 21 to 21 or 22 tracks i can't remember but the big withdrawal was an album that was supposed to come after Hunger for More. And one night, Lloyd Banks gets caught caught up in a, a threesome. <laughs> and just had his shit sitting around. And then the two girls, uh, I guess, after they left, you know, they kind of took his shit. He admits to the story, too. He tells the story. It's funny as fuck. And so the girls end up taking his stuff. And I guess the blank CDs, it was, it was two blank CDs. And I think they took one of them that consisted the tracks on the big withdrawal and they threatened to leak it if they if he didn't pay them um long story short he doesn't pay them and they leak the 22 track album <clears throat> excuse me and so he had to you know regroup and and kind of get himself together and that's why it took so long for him to drop rotten apple which the Rotten Apple, let me see. Uh, Rotten Apple's anniversary is coming up on the 10th of October. Um, so, damn. That's, bro. Hold on a second. October 10th? Uh, how many years ago was that? Uh, Rotten Apple. Give me a second, y'all. I just want to see this. Uh, Rotten Apple Lloyd Banks release date. Oh man. Yeah, the yeah, it came out October 10th. 
I remember that. I never forgot it because I really like Rotten Apple. October 10th, 2006. So it'll be the 13 year anniversary since the album dropped um, on the 10th of this year. Uh, well, the 10th of this month, I mean. Uh, holy shit. Uh, anyway, that's crazy. The Big Withdrawal was technically supposed to be his second album, basically. And Lloyd Banks has gone out of his way. I guess the whole ain't nobody checking for Lloyd Banks was just a, a way for people to pay attention to Lloyd. I don't know. It's kind of smart that he did that, but whatever. Uh, the Big Withdrawal has been re-released, mastered and mixed properly, and has been shortened to 18 tracks. And it's great. I love it. I like it a lot. There's a lot of songs on here that you might have heard that I guess when the song when this album leaked it was like oh shit 50 took those songs or took those beats and made the songs for himself for the Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack. It's a lot of songs that you might hear on here or familiar beats that you've heard. If you listen to Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack. That's all I'm saying. Um, I say that to say that 50 is greedy and now I don't think that was cool. And to be honest, I like Lloyd Banks version better, but whatever. Uh, the big withdrawal is out. You can check it out. Um, Apple music, Spotify, Google play dope album. It's, it's a shame that this never came out, but it, we got it now. So whatever. Um, last but not least, before I get up out of here. Cardi B has gone out of her way to verbally attack a group of 10 year old white boys over a diss track they made about her. Um, <laughs> and it, I'm like, what is it lately with just people attacking children verbally? Like really bad. Like y'all like you had people attack this Greta Thunberg girl, which I don't necessarily agree with what she said. It is a whole lot of fear mongering. Uh, but I'm not going to go out of my way to just talk bad about a child, man. Y'all just, y'all got to get y'all morals straight. But, um, I have a clip of Cardi B going off on these kids followed by the diss track, uh, they made about her. Check this out. Not gonna let no little fucking white boys motherfucking come at me all motherfucking day long. Man, man shut the fuck up and stay in your motherfucking place. Go drink your motherfucking milk, bitch. Fuck. I be too fucking nice to every motherfucking body. Suck my dick. Hey, yo, that's my word. You be smiling like a turd. You belong in a zoo. You be sounding like a bird. We know how you do when you're trying to get that worm. That's why you wash up. You remind me of a germ. All that money, now your soul is replaced. They could fix your teeth, but they couldn't fix your face. It's out of this world. You must be from out of space. Going nowhere fast like you're running in place. I wonder how long it'll last. Cardi, you trash. We don't like you like bullies in class. We turn it up and you ain't make the cut. I don't know what's faker, your life or your butt. And I don't know what's up. Why are you so lame? Seems all you do is talk loud and complain. We're in the game. Blogs like page six complex people magazine like they just felt the need to just keep reporting it so let me tell you something so the other day i got on live right and i'm gonna post the live where i was talking about grammys right because there were so many uh crazy ass 
fans talking about like, oh, the Grammy this, white, I feel like this artist should have did this and that. So I was talking about, oh, these white kids, they need some fucking milk talking shit on Twitter. So um, they took that part of that live and they tried to make it seem like I was talking about these 10-year-olds that did this little dish record about me, which I thought it was pretty funny and everything. And but I well when I did that live I didn't even saw that video. They took that piece of that live and they try to make it seem like I was talking about them. And ever since then, them their parents been going to blogs saying that I was talking about them. And one of the things that the parents were saying go and they say like, oh the reason why we did this this track was because Cardi be bullying people on her music, so we wanted to give her a taste of the mother her own medicine. That's that innocent victim shit that white folks be doing that i don't be liking like first of all y'all did it for clout that's why y'all going around fucking hitting up blogs and shit and and like trying to make it seem like i was talking about y'all when y'all know damn well i wasn't but that's that innocent victim shit y'all be doing that's the type of shit that when uh y'all be calling the motherfucking cops on people y'all provoke them then y'all want to act all innocent man shut the fuck up who the fuck i be bullying on my motherfucking music huh but y'all want to be, oh, yes, I don't know what she's talking bad about us. I wasn't even talking about you little motherfuckers. But since y'all want to talk about me, I'm going to talk about y'all. I'm going to talk about y'all fucking parent. I find it so disgusting as a parent, y'all using your fucking kids for attention because you run a media motherfucking page. Bum ass page six and complex and shit. Y'all want to report it. Y'all want to be interviewing them little dusty ass white motherfuckers. But y'all don't ask me if who I was talking about. Y'all don't reach out to my team and see if it's true or not. And y'all don't even go to the live because every fucking live that I do, people be motherfucking posting on YouTube. Y'all don't even bother to go to the live and see if it was true or not. Nah, y'all just automatically have to report a fucked up ass story about Cardi and make it seem like it's something that I wasn't talking about. Get the fuck out of here that's why i be mad y'all that's why i be mad because people always got me in their mouth trying to make me look crazy and then when i fucking say something i'm the crazy one i can't even fucking i can't even debunk lies anymore without people saying that i'm motherfucking crazy crazy ass whole ass cardi the fuck see i understand where she's coming from but at the same time it's like cardi you are a superstar why do you keep responding <laughs> to everybody you don't have to respond. You respond to people that aren't even like popping or popular at all. You don't, fam, you respond to the celebrities. You respond to politicians. You respond to the regular peons that should not even be getting attention. And it's so weird. Stop doing that. You don't have to do that. You can just keep rocking and going on, your, you know, your separate ways, solo, you know, just, you know, talking about what you talk about in your music, bro. Like, oh my lord! Like, I, I love Cardi. I think she's cool. She's funny, but it's just like, bro, why are you responding to that? Why is that necessary for you to do? Damn. But anyway, uh, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, anyway, that wraps up this episode for me. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 165 of the social introvert podcast uh, real quick rest in peace to louis rankin aka big ox jamaican artist god man he's got some dope albums and um actually i think i'm gonna intro one of my favorite scenes with him um at the beginning of this show it's from belly 
And it's the conversation, <laughs> it's the conversation that, uh, you know, DMX's character has with him in the movie. And he's begging to get like some work. And he's just like, you know I mean, nigga, you scared? And when he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm the toughest Raz Clod in the United States of America. Something like that. That is one of my favorite fucking scenes. Because he looks so cold and serious, bro. Like, and DMX's character in the movie, you knew, like, he was very just rambunctious. He didn't give a fuck. He'd get in your face. But the moment when he just threw up his finger, he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. All that shit calmed right down. God, I love that scene. But um, I'm going to intro that into the beginning of the episode. Rest in peace to Ox. Uh, man, he, he passed away in a car accident. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, besides that, Currency, Trademark the Skydiver, and Young Roddy have reunited. And I've been talking about this for a while, but it's, you know, they dropped two singles already. I have yet to hear the two singles. I just, this is a long time coming. Young Roddy and Trademark are no longer with Jet Life. And when I heard that news that they were all coming back together for a, a project, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be like the old Jet Life days. Um, I'm like, I'm waiting until this album drops. I don't want to hear shit. Anyway, they have released the cover art and the track list for their plan of attack LP. It is due out October 11th, and I cannot wait. Like I said, <laughs> currency going he gonna do something or he gonna find a way to drop some shit before the year is out. I cannot wait to hear this. I'm, I'm excited. But anyway, uh, let me see. Um, uh, let me describe. There's a, a blog about it. Prior to sharing the official album cover, the group took to social media to give their fans a voice, allowing them to select the cover for the upcoming album. And what proved to be a clever interactive marketing play. Spit a trade and Roddy hit fans with the nine different cover options. I did not know about this shit. What the hold on, when did they do this? Um I don't know, whatever. Each version of the cover was designed by famed Italian illustrator Diego Rosselli, who has completed commission works depicting hundreds of musicians and actors in all genres. We chose Diego because his work be brings a minimalist. 60s, 70s cartoon comic book feel. Currency Trade and Roddy all have distinct solo identities. Yes, they do. We wanted to make sure that everybody knows that when these guys come together, it's something different and truly special. Based on the 3,000 plus comments where fans chose multiple favorites, it's quite clear we achieved that goal. Um, in the cover art. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The cover art, here it is, here it is. So what the fans did, they chose an example of something that he had already drawn and said, okay, we want something like this. You can go to Diego Rizzelli. Rizzelli is R-I-S-E-L-L-I. And you can check it out there. And you can also go to Baby Grande Records uh, Instagram. And the, the album art is posted on their page. So... Uh, this album art looks awesome, and I can't wait. October 11th is the release date. One thing that does get me excited, like super excited about this album, um, first and foremost, is 12 tracks, but um, there's some production on here. 
by Monster Beats. Monster Beats is a an earlier collaborator of Jet Life. Like he was all over this ain't no mixtape by Currency, uh, some of Young Roddy's projects, some of uh, uh, Trademarks projects. Um, he was all over the Pilot Talk one and two. If it wasn't Ski Beats, it was Monster Beats production. Weekend at Bernie's, all of that. So I definitely can't wait for this. But uh, with that being said, um, well, I already said that wraps up this episode. But yeah, shout out to 12 Cow Podcast, Random Tandem, Brunch with Besties, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, this, the John Effect Podcast, Reasonable Ignorance. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Gummy Name Podcast with your host Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Uh, last but not least, shout out to Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skitwith. Those are BYNK Radio website blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. Uh, you can go on to BYNKRadio.net, go to the lifestyle section, and scroll down to the social introvert. That is the blog. Got a bunch of blogs up now. Um, I will be dropping one more uh, tomorrow. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. I will be... Uh, it's, I'll go ahead and tell y'all what it's about. Uh, it's the Joker movie. I'm going to see a pre-screening of Joker uh, before it comes out uh, nationwide or worldwide in theaters. Uh, it technically is coming out Thursday, but I'll be going tonight. It is Tuesday. Uh, this episode will drop Wednesday, of course. And y'all know that. But um, I will be giving my full thoughts on the movie. You know, my, my first time viewing thought of the film I already know it's going to be good I don't have any doubt about it it's um Joaquin Phoenix for one playing the Joker uh, this is him honoring um his close friend Heath Ledger which automatically I thought that was dope because he that's the reason why he's doing this and I just think it's cool that the whole marketing plan of when the trailer was released they released the trailer on Heath Ledger's or what would have been Heath Ledger's 40th birthday. Um, everything surrounding it was dope, except for you sensitive SJW as pansies. Knock it off. Um, if the Joker movie makes white people want to do bad shit, then New Jersey Drive, a movie about carjacking, uh, should influence me to go out and just start ransacking cars and shit. But whatever. Um <laughs> moving on from that because y'all been pissing me off lately with this i just don't add your politics and your views on entertainment and art knock it off anyway uh if you want to follow me on social media you can follow me on instagram and twitter at isid davis i-s-i-d-d-a-v-i-s you can also follow the podcast instagram page at the social introvert podcast and the twitter podcast page TSI underscore pod. All of that will be in the description of this episode. And uh, sing your thoughts. If you got any questions, it could be about anything. Doesn't matter. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And until Thursday, guys. You know. Peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More weed, more life. Uh, 
more time to get it right. Forbid, say you won't if you grind in that nigga right. Call him Jack, finna see more shine in that nigga life. I pay attention to bars, yeah. I'm like a CO, I may be like a PO, no anything like I'm BO. Rings like it's Rio, I make a dream real like I'm Leo. I got a beat and I'm treating it like I'm Theo. They thinking you the one, but they could be wrong. Gotta read through the lines, look like you Neo. Really, it could be me though. Stay around the still like Professor and Magneto. Richetta everywhere to it look like we had Cheeto. You get up out the hood. It's more life. Kill anything. The more that you killin', that's more strife. I go up in the club with my bitch's body like Buffy. Don't believe what you see. I should walk in the door twice. I swear you niggas should have been learned. Nobody told your ass to just come at life like an intern. I'm waiting on your mom to go and tell him it's her kid turn. I ever caught a sign of decline that I would have been turned. Cremate the niggas. My niggas watching your men burn. Coming back for the chips. You ever see me running? I'm running back with a clip. That's attached to the gun that I got attached to the hip. Got a birdie mind frame trying to give back to the flips. I'm like... Who the plug, yeah? Who you love, yeah? My shit is potent, it's coming in through the glove. Smoking in, fuck, gotta call him, he booty love. I guess it's how they act when they fiending and you the drug, I swear, you hear me? Music changing the turf. I do this for the youngest, my music is changing the earth. I try to get the bread so my music can change for the burst. They say they let you in, that's why music can change for the worst. Kick game Jesus, my nickname came in the church. Mr. Nona getting wet and your bitch came in the squirt. Yeah, she called me daddy, I'm like, who dad? Then she yelling, mine's daddy, then I tell her you bad. Treasure hunter, look how they did the chicks you had. Heard a nigga fucking, now you mad. I always get the feeling you ain't shit. And it's crazy, I feel it whenever you pass. My niggas in the field and we got new bands. Balling like